Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Covey blue blood flowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We've shed a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game. Let's go, Cubby Sun Rental. Michael Cotton. Sun Rental. Michael Cotton. Sun Rental and the lovable Lucy. Lucho Scali. Sun Rental. Michael. Sun Rental. Cotton. Sun Rental and the lovable Lucy. Michael Cotton. Sun oh, could this offseason just get any fucking worse? Yeah, it, I mean, it it has because you could have done something wonderful for this show and give us a lot of name recognition and fucking died, but you didn't. You no. fucking screwed us again. I, I got scared to go through with it. In the end, to just let myself give up completely and to uh, go into the abyss of pain and fever dreams that I was having for five days straight in the hospital. Did you dream? Did you dream about us? Uh, God, I didn't even think about you guys in there. I was trying to get. <laughs> I was trying to get well. You know, um, like I'm not trying to make myself sicker by imagining you guys. Right. Well. Well. Just so you know, Michael and I sat and held, held a vigil all night. Praying for you, hoping for your swift recovery. Well, yes, thanks. we were burning and things, and that's why you're better. Could it could it have been a little swifter? Well, <laughs> we wanted you to suffer a little bit. Like I said, yeah. had you died, it would have been good for the show. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, well. um, but it's it it's just sucks, man. Oh God, did it suck? And like you know, I live in the city, so like the closest hospital is you know just a couple blocks north, and um, and uh, of course they think I'm a junkie. Going in there for drugs. So, like, it was just, it's so frustrating, you know. It's just like, people, look at me. I am way too fucking fat to be a junkie. Right. So they just don't help you, you know what I mean? And I'm just in there, and then, like, I'm so sick that they just hospitalize me. And there I am sitting there getting fucking Tylenol enemas by Jamaican nurses. It was actually quite pleasant to me. <laughs> it was actually one of the highlights. But um, they, they warmed up the water a little for you? They're very gentle. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was all very strange and just like, it just sucks to be that sick. You know, I had never been hospitalized before, and, um, you know, that I would not recommend it. <laughs> no, it sucks. It's not fun. It's not fun. Well, I guess I'm glad you're alive. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me laugh. I still have a cough. Um. So yeah, how are you guys doing? <laughs> um. Good. Sorry. Good. You're 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 still here. So you know, meh. So still reason to live then, huh? Yeah. Well, 
Well, I'm. We're actually recording a little earlier today than we thought we were going to because I actually wasn't feeling that great today. So uh. I'm a little bit better now. My son had a 103 fever yesterday and the night before, and then I kind of caught it and got ill, but not that bad. You know, the second second round isn't nearly as bad as the first one. Yeah. Well, get this: what what they think I have, and they don't know. And that was a lot of pain to not know. You know what I mean? They looked at every yeah. single organ I had, and uh, you know they're like, "That one's fine." In fact, Lyle, I gotta give you a little credit now. Remember when you went to the doctor a couple years ago and they told you you had the organs of a teenager? Yeah, yeah. Told me the same thing. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Oh, they're they're lying to you. No, no, they, dude. They every time my doctor tests my liver because I'm very honest with him about my alcohol intake. He's like, "Man, I want to yell at you for drinking so much." He said, "But you got the liver of a 13 year old." He's like, "You're my hero, actually." <laughs> no, that's what they said to me, and they're like, "Everything looks great in there, like surprisingly great." Because I had told them about my history as well, and but it wasn't one of IV drug use dickheads. Right. <laughs> give me give me the morphine assholes. Can't you see I'm dying here? Well, you know, I mean, on the other hand, maybe they didn't want to start you on something that you were going to like be enjoying too much. They do try to avoid giving it to you. And I will also say, you know, God rest his soul. Danny's dad, when he passed away, we did try to steal the morphine so we could do it. <laughs> I That's hit, a true story. I, I hit it behind of uh, when the uh, hospice woman came over. I hit it behind the the, uh, the picture of my family. We were giggling the entire time she was there because we were so excited. We thought we scored. <laughs> well, Danny, I mean, you should uh, you should be thanking uh, Mr. President Trump for you know bringing about this whole uh, what is it? I, I can't even remember the name of the drugs, but the the war on oh yeah whatever it is yeah opiates the war on opiates so the guy that kept you from getting the drugs you wanted uh he, he saved your life you should thank him you should you know thanks trump <laughs> uh, so uh yeah i mean but you know what they were giving me is Dilaudid. And I was like, am I in on the road? <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. First of all, I love Dilaudid. It's very fun. And Michael, the word you were looking for was fentanyl, I believe. Oh, yeah. Fentanyl. fentanyl. Well, no, no, no. I was looking for opiates. It's the war on oh. opiates. Fentanyl oh, yeah. is just the recent thing that he claims that the Mexicans are bringing across the border. Yeah. I don't actually think he's actually having a war on drugs he just says it out loud but i don't think they've done anything but let's not get political let's stick yeah. to baseball <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no they i i the last i and maybe the only time i heard of delauded is it, don't they take that in on the roads uh jack kerouac's book they i might. don't remember on the road but he has a number of books and they did drugs in all of them so it could be i i feel like that was more of a uh Hunter S. Thompson. There it is. It, it could have been. It could have been uh, Hunter. Yep. Um, right. I, I'll, I'll also say, and I know it's just the three of us sitting here alone talking, but uh, Danny, <laughs> I think you and I were that with Satan one night, and I think I gave you Dilaudid. You may not remember it because you were on lots of other things. Yeah. But you, this well, might not be your first time taking it. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why I ended up in the hospital last week or two <laughs> days ago. Even I, I didn't get released till two days. But I tell you what happened in the end. They gave me uh, Nurse Ratchet. Literally, it, she looked like Nurse Ratchet, And so uh, she comes in last night, and uh, she's a real stickler on the timing of the thing. I, I had the worst headache. And I'm like, oh, give me more of that Dilaudid. She's like, you have 
uh, 23 more minutes until I'm like, ah! And I'm like, <laughs> I decided to write that in there. If they're not going to help me in here, I'm going to get the here. fuck out of here. Yeah, because like, it's been nice up until now. But no, it hasn't been. And by the way, they they serve you Thanksgiving dinner every meal. Right. And what, what are they doing? I can't eat that shit. <laughs> Wait, what? Why they not? They gave me turkey and uh, mashed, mashed potatoes, potatoes and, and gravy and corn. And, and then I got uh, a meatloaf one day, giant meatloaf. And I'm like, I can't stomach this right now. I'm in the fucking hospital. I, <laughs> I, I want a granola bar. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, right, you you want some chicken broth or yeah, some chicken shit. broth and half a banana? Jesus Christ! <laughs> so I can't say enough about how much I hated all that. And in the end, and I got I can't leave this part out. They have no idea what happened to me, except for their best guess. Does remember when I went to Puerto Rico a yeah. uh, a month ago? And uh, Carlos Martinez gave you a kiss. <laughs> He's not from there. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, what happened was is uh, they have Zika virus down there. So they're thinking I got Zika maybe, but the test is two weeks to, to take. But not only did I just get Zika, but they think I got, because of the incubation period being two weeks, they think I got sexually transmitted Zika. So you got Zika from Nicole. Yeah, who, who got sick, but we didn't think it was Zika because she didn't get that sick. She didn't get as sick as me, you know? Like hospitalization, sick. Yeah, what the fuck? So, like Zika. I'm I remember doubtful. when Zika virus was around. Like everybody was freaking the fuck out. Like, well, if you're that's gonna what it, die. Yeah, but, it's, it, but it's really bad for like children, old people, Babies. and pregnant women. So it doesn't really like and me, yeah, right? And, and me. Well, but makes, you look pregnant. So does that count? <laughs> Not anymore. So, I so the Carlos How much Mart- did you lose? So How the Carlos Martinez joke didn't really uh, land well when it actually was sexually transmitted. Zika. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so <laughs> we don't well, we don't know that. I mean, they, I'm gonna they're gonna find out and stuff. But it's the fucking stupidest story. I part of me thinks it's hilarious to get Zika in this way. The other part of me is just like, what the fuck? Why always me? <laughs> you know what I mean? I've, I've never even heard of STD Zika. You don't even like sex. Yeah, exactly. The one time I have it in like two months. Yeah. Well, we'll see what they end up saying. But I did lose 12 pounds. So now I'm like right in the game on the IVNV Sunranto weight loss challenge. And and my mom is such a – she's a nun, right? She literally is an ex-nun. But what a fucking bitch. Not only did she complain as I'm doubled over in pain, she's like, you know you really need to trim your hair. (laughs) Not only did she say that, but after I was finally feeling better and she saw me looking all skinny from not eating for three days because I couldn't stomach Thanksgiving, um, after after that, she goes, well, that's a good start with your weight loss. Maybe you should keep keep going that way. And I was like, the fuck? <laughs> Old people. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway, what a fucking ordeal. I'm glad. Uh, I, I, I would wish it on nobody. It's fuck. Well, not nobody. I mean, there's a couple people I wouldn't mind. But, <laughs> but you know. But, I mean, uh, it, it wasn't fatal, so you can you can get away with like wishing that on somebody. Yes, yeah, I'm not going to T S T Z. Yeah. So uh, speaking of S T, at least um, spring training tomorrow starts games. Ah, uh, sexually transmitted baseball. <laughs> it's the best kind. 
Um, it's on the radio, so uh, do, do you care? Everybody, do you even want to listen to this team anymore? Do you fucking? I mean, on, after Bob. that whole fucking Addison Russell fucking debacle, everybody fucking... in. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> You're. I'm not in. I don't. I don't know. I. This might be my last podcast. We have to have a long discussion. I don't even want to watch them this year. Yeah, it's it's rough, and you know, it, it, tickets also went on sale today, and uh, you know, it seems to me that a lot of people uh, were posting. On, I, I posted, I did go in through the virtual waiting room, which took me, I don't know, 20 minutes, half hour to get it through, which oftentimes it's taken me much longer than that. On Wait, the first you gave day. them money? Oh, no, I didn't buy a ticket. I got through to look at the tickets, see, <laughs> see what they were charging, you know, uh, on, on different kinds of days and, uh, you know, kind of what what they're looking at, what we're looking must, at now. Must must be nice to live a life of leisure where you can sit online for two hours. <laughs> Dude, I was working that whole time. Like, I like it takes time to sit in the virtual waiting room. You just like wait and keep checking back every now and again. Every five minutes, you just take a look, another look, see if you got in. So, but yeah, it's pricey, man. I mean, I, what can I say? You know, I, it it, it well, sucks. Hey, they- you know, with all these free agent signings, you know the Ricketts got to, you know, they got to raise those prices in order to fucking pay for everybody. Yeah, it must be it. Yeah, it's... It, they're, dude, they're out of money. They're desperate. Oh, well, yeah, you did they're hear, out right? of money except for the money that they're investing into uh, sports gambling. Yeah, which right. is... which you, I totally would do Here's that. the thing is, like, we, but we've been saying this. What the team has done is they've done exactly what they teach you on the first day of business school. And I never went to business school, so this might actually be the second day. But what they teach you is that what you do is you find a distressed product or something that's you know that has a lot of potential to make money that's not being realized. You identify that business. You buy said business. You then make the business, you know, the envy of all, biz- of all businesses. You build a corporate structure by which everybody uh, will be envious. After that, you raise prices, you and then you make more money. I mean, they've doubled the the uh, worth of this team just by building no, all the stuff. They've, they've tripled, built. tripled yeah, it, and, tripled and it. Then you, and then now they can just borrow against that equity and do whatever they want for the rest of their lives, and they don't have to put any money back in the team because this team sucks so long they think the fans are just going to stick around. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing I love. Well, I for one am not. These idiots who think that they don't have any money, that, that they might not have any money. No, no, no. Because of that equity, they have all the money they want in the world because they can borrow against that equity to fucking pay and make more money. Like, well, it will, right now, how they want more money is by on Saturday, April 13th, where you know it's going to be balls ass cold unless we get lucky. Um, you know, if you're going to buy a ticket today to that game to go see the Angels, which is kind of an interesting matchup, you know, they don't come here that often. You know, if you're into that sort of thing, come on <laughs> you in. You know, they're they're excited. Oh yeah, yeah. We oh. wouldn't want to start the season in, in you know Spring- Anaheim. Yeah, exactly. Well, they're starting it there, I'm sure, but uh, they're <laughs> mid-April, uh, where when uh, seasons used to start, the Angels will be in Wrigley. But that ticket. Uh, right there for I mean I did put fourteen tickets in my cart just for fun and uh, that's seven hundred and eighty three dollars with taxes and fees and everything so fifty fifty one dollars yeah yeah like yeah I think it's yeah because it's forty five. 
it's fifty five. It's definitely over fifty five bucks a ticket so to sit in the bleachers. Now, I mean, that might be your best seat because if the sun's out, like that might be the only tolerable seat. But still, fifty five dollars uh, at the first you know home stand of the season. It's a little, it's 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 asking a lot, you know. So if you know, I guess if you don't care about that sort of thing, and then you look at opening day, you can still get those tickets. And it was basically a hundred bucks a guy to go, or a gal. So, Ugh. mostly, and, and, mostly, mostly white men. Yeah, and so I, I mean, and here's the, some great news though for opening day is that uh, I, I'm not actually. I, I always say I'm not going to go to opening day because it sucks, because it's so cold usually and shitty. Um, and this year I also say this, but this time I'm really not going because the Bleacher Bum Band is playing at uh, right at right after the game. Um, at G-Man. We hey, nice. got ourselves a little giggy. And uh, I know Corey Finneran was talking about he wants to come up and uh, hang out too, but not go in to the stadium. So I think we could just maybe have an, an outdoor party and let the let everybody else that wants to go go. I don't care. Well, the game will be on at G-Man. And yeah. if you imagine that it's going to cost you $100 to get in anyway, just spend that $100 at G-Man and then uh, and watch I, the band after. Yeah, and then put, put some of that 100 bucks in uh, in the tip cup. Pay the yeah. band. Pay the band, for Christ's sake. I mean, sake. you're not considering spending money at Wrigley, are you? No. No, no. I'm, right. not, I'm not spending any money in there. Uh, although I am going to – I did get a few tickets – uh, I got all the bobblehead days because I know by standing in the season ticket holder bleacher line, I'll get it. But I'm using that for charity events. You know? Are you going to go to the game? Yeah, yeah. I don't care about going to the game. Listen, I am <laughs> not going to let, like, my hatred. I wrote this today on Twitter. I'm not going to let my hatred of the Cubs get in the way of my love for them. And and whatever you want that to t- to take that as meaning. Go right ahead. I think it's how we should all be. You're a spineless pussy. That's how I'm going to take it. It's the same issue you're going to have next year when you have to decide whether or not you want to go see a Patriots game after Bob Kraft was uh, soliciting sex from sex sex slaves down in Florida. Dude, I'm pumped for him. He fucking, dude, you get really horny when you win that much. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but you know, you can go other places besides where uh the sex traffickers have their, you know, indentured servitude women. Come on. Right. So, I mean, look, I think we just have to just I don't think we're it's have to live with the fact that these billionaires are horrible horrible fucking people all of them. because they have all the money in the world and so what's the only thing fun to them is just seeing what they can do with the money that will like just horrify and degrade normal humans. That's right, Lee. Yeah. Uh, see, now one day I would pay for to go in is Lee Elia day. Cause, because that's not a thing. I, I like any day. See, here's my thing is like the Cubs make up their stupid shit that they do. And then our shit is way more fun. Like have like, John Baker Day, way more fun than like any event they're gonna do. Where it's like, like, oh, it's Teacher's Day out here. Here's a pencil, and it's like, fuck you. Here's a fanny pack, bitch. Well, I guess they give them out there too. But do they make bobbleheads that speak? Can we get a Lee Elia 
bobblehead. Oh that my god! Says, this is a disheartening fucking situation, dude. We've got to do it. We have to. Do I'm gonna. It. I'm gonna look it up, and we're and uh, Lee Elia Day should actually be our first big event of the year, don't you think? <laughs> on this podcast, we get those bobbleheads. Oh, classic! I will. Uh, yeah, you gonna spearhead I'll, I'll, this I'll, movement? Yeah, I'll, I'll get on this. I'll do the. I'll I'll get the Lee Elia thing going and we'll have some uh ready for john baker day at the very least <laughs> at the very least all right so i don't know nobody's buying tickets i don't think this time i i think i could probably go on there and still get opening day tickets and that was not a thing in the past but i'll i'll check that later um i thought well hey we didn't even say that uh this is actually a very special show because uh Michael got off his fat ass and went through the ass stats. <laughs> ass stats. Ass stats. Ass stats. Ass stats. To be fair, I was going to do this like a month and a half ago, and Lyle's like, nah, I got it. I got it. Yeah, I had it, and then, <laughs> and then, then I finally just fucking opened it up. And I'm like, I'm just gonna do this shit tonight. Th- then life happened. <laughs> so we'll go through. How many questions are there that we even answered? And 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 we have to give a shout out to Mike Leonard, the original Ask Stat Master, for uh, you know coming up with all these questions that he asked us uh, just a year ago. But uh, he's tired of us. Yeah, we we have Me about twenty eight questions. Oh yeah, and this is not answering them; it's listening to who won. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm tired of us. Let's get on yeah, with it. Let's go. No? Wait, oh, you want to you want to start the <laughs> asset right now? I'm not going to play, gonna play the, song. the song again. I already played the. It's, fucking hey, song. I'm looking at the goddamn. Uh, I'm looking at the rundown. And I'm the not seeing the S-stat on, on there, I, and so I thought you were just mentioning that we were going to do this. Okay. Oh yeah, let's but just, I'm let's, happy to do it right we'll, now. We'll do it. We have the 40 man competition only, and we could do that at the end. There's, okay. There's no Cubs news. Oh, they they showed up and are taking pictures. I don't fucking care. Yep. All right. So uh, our first question that we had was. Uh, over under on Chris Bryant's batting average with runners in scoring position in two Ooh, outs. How'd he do? So, yeah. So in uh, 2017, he had a 237 risp. Yeah. Late and close, it was 181. Babip, 192. It wasn't good. Clark. So the question was two outs, runners in scoring position. Over under was set at 250. Ooh. Lyle went under. I went under at 248. I said it was going to be close. Danny says over, and Mike Leonard said over. The under wins. Oh, the yeah. under wins. So that's uh, so, I'm 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 I got a little thing. Michael. Yeah. So and I've actually got these down here. Uh, so did you keep score? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm keeping score. I'm writing these down. Yeah, here. I, I am too. Just I, I want to see any shenanigans oh, there. Okay. So the actual clutch stats: uh, runners in scoring position with two outs. Uh, KB was two twenty-five. He had oh. nine hits, ten walks, thirteen strikeouts, two hit by pitches, uh, thirteen RBI, and his OPS plus in relation to the league was one eleven. But in relation to what he normally does, eighty-four. Yeah, he was he was an eighty-four. Yeah, so it's like you know when you 
so it's like it's hard because or like yeah. 86. Yeah, in relation to <laughs> the league, he had a great clutch stat. You know, 111, that's pretty good. But just in relation to what he does, he had an 84. Uh, and then, you know, just for the fun, late and close, uh, he was 233, 14 hits, 10, seven walks, 16 strikeouts, two hit by pitch, six RBI. OPS plus versus the league was 102. And versus himself, 69. Nice. Nice. It's the only time 69 wasn't nice. Yeah. So what Michael and I won you yes. and you and Leonard. Yeah. Nothing. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the next question, how many times will Wilson get hit in the nuts over and under set at two and a half? Oh, that's tough. It, it was, it's it's, it's way really over. hard. What? It's way over. Yeah. It's over. Well, I, I said over three. Danny says under at zero. What? Uh, that's what you said. Ah. Mike Leonard said under at two. Lyle said over at six. It was a lot. So here's the thing. I'm not sure how we're going to figure this one out for sure. The overs take it, though, no doubt. I would have to say it was over. It was definitely over. But there were only two actual uh, articles written about it. Two that hit him so fucking hard, he got articles written about it. So, yeah, so that, I, I think it was six. So I'll take the extra point. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need it. You're already beating me and uh, Mike Leonard. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, if, if he had two confirmed just in general, it's got to be over that two and a half because he got hit a number of times. Yeah. Yeah. It was way more than two and a half. OK, now this one is sadly this next question. And for everybody listening, uh I deleted the document so Lyle and Danny can't actually see these. So they're hearing them for the first time in like nine months. Uh, this one was sadly very prescient. Cubs scandals, sexual uh, or legal, at one and a half. Uh, it's the over. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, it's only one that we know of, right? No, well, I, during the season, I, think, I guess after I think, the season we would have to go over, wouldn't we? I would say Daniel Murphy was a was a scandal, scandal for sure. Yeah, and it's it and so is was Addison a, Russell, and so is Addison Russell too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I was thinking just of Addison, but you're right, Daniel Murphy. I'm going to go with that. Uh, Mike Leonard had the under. Lyle had the over. Danny had the over with the front office. And I had the under with one. I said uh, Benzo was going to come out as Jewish. Oh, that would have been something. Yeah, so. He, he might be right now. He hasn't even shown up to spring. He did. He just showed up. Oh, he just showed up? All right, cool. Then that means Stewart is going to put Well, on... he he had his, uh, he had to get his bris or whatever the fuck. Oh, man. It takes a little while to ooh, you know, ooh. get over that. Ooh. So, right, so, so three me, be... two Michael, one Rocket, zero Leonard. Yep. Okay. I am, I'm always the best at this, by the way. I don't even know why you guys play this. <laughs> All right. So the first Cubs player to be sent down or DFA'd. Ooh. Danny said Victor Caratini. Yeah, I was wrong. Mike Leonard said Eddie Butler. Lyle said Justin Wilson. And I said Victor Caratini. No, nobody got it. Who, no, what, well, well I, th- I don't think. I mean, was it Eddie no. Butler? Victor Caratini. He was? Victor Caratini, May 26th for Chris Jimenez. 
So we're talking about sent down or DFA. Right. We're yeah, we're yeah, not talking right. about uh, That's injuries two, or anything like that. Two for me and uh, one more for you then. Two for you. Yeah, because I was right a little bit more than you were. Because I went, <laughs> I went first, and you just copied me, so I get two points. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Is, is that how that works? I have two total there points. Wasn't, there wasn't someone else before that. No, uh, May 26. And what about they, wait? What about because we did, we did this before spring? Doesn't people who got DFA'd over spring train? I don't know. Was it regular season? No, it, no. it, it was. From, I just want to be clear. It was. It, I I took it as from regular season first game. Until it they, went out, it and this is sent down or DFA. This is not injuries because I the next one we're going to talk about uh, injuries. Oh no! And that actually did happen before, but May twenty sixth for Chris Jimenez. And there was you remember, nobody before that. You remember how stupid this was because yes. by the time Chris Jimenez got there, you uh, Darvish was injured and I fucking know. never pitched to him. And then they got rid of him before he came back. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it was fucking the dumbest move ever. It was the most ridiculous Cubs thing that we saw. Too much pearl. Jam. Eddie Vedder was in town, and yep. the front office was Ed. distracted. Yep. Okay. I don't want to. Okay, so it's three, to three to three. Michael and I, and then Rockets got two. Leonard with a big right. goose egg. Okay, uh, so the first player to be called up. Now this is going to be called up from uh, the minor leagues for any reason, right? This is not in a DFA situation. Otherwise that would have been Chris Jimenez. Uh, but it's the first player called up for the season. I had Chris Jimenez. Danny had Ryan court. Ah. Is he even on the team anymore? Yeah. He's uh, on the minors. He'll be there next week. Mike Leonard had Luke Farrell and Lyle said Dylan Maples. Those are all like pretty good, pretty good, uh, you know, guesses there. Uh, the actual, First player called up was Efren Navarro for Rizzo when he hurt his back in the oh, hotel right. at Cincy. Oh, right. That was real. That was like the first week of the season that Rizzo was out because of the fucking uh, cheaters in Cincinnati putting fucking shitty beds up in Rizzo's room. Yep. I see yeah. you. I see you, Tom. I should I say Thom Brenneman. <laughs> so, uh, so nobody gets a point right there. I am going to give a half a point to uh, Mike Leonard because Luke Farrell. So all the guys on this list, who was the first? Luke Farrell got called up 420 when Eddie Butler hit the DL. Oh, 420. Yeah, smoke yep. him if you get him, Luke. So, uh, okay, so, so half point for Mike Leonard. Half point. Give a half point because he, he didn't get the actual one, but it was the first of that list. All right. All well, right. It's not going to help him really much. He's only got half a point at all. So I'm just yeah. glad he's on the board. You're on the board, Mike. On the board. Okay. Uh, the number of games that Zobrist is on the DL over under 30.5. Now, oh. remember, uh, Zobrist was having issues in spring training last year. Yeah, he's back. back, yeah. And so, he- Lyle's guess over 69 games. Oh, <laughs> nice, but not nice. Womp, 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 womp. My guess was over with 35 games. Uh, Mike Leonard says under one 15-day stint, but lasts 25 days. Okay, so there's a point for him. And Danny says under one stint on the 10-day DL. And yep. guess what? what it happened? was one 
time on the 10-day DL. Damn straight. So what do I get for that? that well, I get the exact uh, – I get another get point, point, right? Yeah. All right. Four. And, but it was an over-under or was it an exact? So my, Danny gets the point, right? That's that it. was an over and under. Yeah, it was and an he, over and under. He landed, but we, he landed we the specifics? exact. Okay. Yeah, I landed, I landed the, the – the, I called my shot. Because whenever somebody calls their shot, we're just fucking. So, so Michael and Danny both have a point. Are you going to get Michael? Are you going to give Danny the point five for calling a shot? Are we going to go with a half? A half. A, it's up to you. It's your call. I'm going to let you call it. You can say no. I'd love if you said no. It'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so, no, we're going to we'll give him a half point on that for right. calling it for getting half. a little bonus there. Half. All right, I'll take it. Three and a half. Then it just means yeah. I'm beating both of you in that right now. I know you're in the lead. Yeah, you're in the lead. Okay, so uh, in 2017, Cubs had six saves that were not made by Wade Davis. How many saves in 2018 <laughs> are going to be made by not by the primary closer? Well, I guess. Okay. You, so who closed the most games or tried to? Hold on, hold on. Mark. Over under is set at eight and a half games. Oh, All well, right. It's just over. Yeah. So uh, Mike Leonard said under. Uh, Lyle said over, he picked Carl, uh, at 18 games. I went over, I picked Carl at a, at 12 games and Danny said over, but nobody on the team had more than 12 saves. And so, did, and did anybody have 12 saves? Yeah. Morrow had like 19, right? Yeah. Well, the actual answer. So Morrow had 22 saves on the season. 22. Strope was second with the over at 13. God, we were so close. Nobody gets a point. Nobody. Danny, I can't believe you said, didn't say Stropey. Well, no, but we we all get a point. Who yeah, got no. That right. uh, we, all three of us get one point. Nobody hit it. Nobody yeah. nailed it. Still winning. Wait, Five and, and a half. Leonard, and Leonard said the under. Yeah. Right. And Leonard said the under. Yeah, no wonder he he didn't want to be on this recap show. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'm going to look like the biggest asshole. Like, I don't even know baseball. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why he's like, yeah. I'm going oh, to duck out here, fellas. Yep. Okay. So, number of Cubs ejected in a game, including Madden. Oh, including Madden. I put, I discluded Madden. So, not counting Madden. Four and a half games. Number of Cubs ejected in a game, including Madden. Four and a half over under. Uh, I don't know. Did Madden get tossed? Yeah, he got Shit. tossed a yeah. couple of times. Uh, yeah, and one time I can really remember him getting tossed, but I know there was more. Because his son was always t- tweeting about it last year. Okay, did he get tossed three times? I'll bet he did. Gosh. Where, where can you look that up? Can, Lyle, can you look that up and we just go to uh, uh, to the next question? Do you know? Where yeah, we'll go to the next next? question because I got that. I, I thought it was not counting Madden, but including Madden is four and a half. Yeah. Did, did they put in that the, in their baseball reference stats? Yeah, I don't know. Do they? So how many times? I don't know. Move on to the next question and I'll try to look this up. We could come back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. Then we can get a more accurate answer. Okay. Number of Pedro Strope hits over under 0. 0.5. Nah. Uh, I, I, I went with the under. Danny went with the over a double in his second at bat. That's what you said. All right. Uh, Mike went under. Lyle went under. The unders win it. 
Uh, but it would have been one hit if he hadn't pulled his hammy in uh, Washington. That totally would have been a hit. Yep, it would have been. It's so frustrating for you. It really is. You're the only one I, who I, it wrong. Why, that's why I screamed when you said, you know, that it was about Pedro Strope hitting because I'm like, the one time he could have gotten a fucking hit, he it, he ruined the season. <laughs> I know. Well, and here's a, just this just in uh, three ejections last year for Joe Madden. Oh, so the so the over would win. Okay, so what? Ha- okay, so, so Danny had over. Okay, so that's uh, five and a half for Danny. Yep, Mike had under. Okay, Lyle had over, and I had over. Okay, so we're five, five, five and a half. I th- aren't I at six and a half? Maybe not. No, five and a half. And then what was the next question, Michael? You're right. What do you mean? What was the next question? A- after the ejection. Oh well, let's finish up with this one. Do you guys okay. remember who got tossed? Besides Madden, Zobrist, first ever oh, ejection. Right, uh, right. Got tossed for yeah, yeah, for but, telling the ump that I, they needed robot umpires. Yep, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> and uh, Hyde, the bench coach, he got tossed because uh, the ump got mad at Wilson Contreras for not saying thank you. Do you right. remember that fucking yeah. bullshit? Ump show. Oh, fucking assholes, man. I swear to God. Okay. So then uh, the next one was number of Pedro Strope hits. Was over under .5. Me, Mike, and Lyle all get a point. We're going under. All right. So what's what's the score? Just because I think I might have I got you. It's uh, Mike Leonard, two and a half. Yeah, I got that. Rocket, five and a half. Yeah. Lyle, six. Cotton, six. All right. That's what I got, too. That's what I had, too. Okay. Just, just just seeing if it's on the up and up here. Number of Joe West chins. Over <laughs> under three and a half. <laughs> it was definitely over. Lyle over. went under at three and a half. I said or Lyle oh, went under. Because I, I said it was gonna be one it's gonna get so fat it's gonna be one giant one now. Yeah, and he, he might <laughs> be kind of onto something. Yeah. I I I put a push at three and a half. Danny said under uh, Mike went over, and uh, I'm giving it the over. Le- Leonard gets this uh, because they found a smaller yet also chubby umpire uh, living underneath his third chin, and oh. that umpire had two chins. Got it. And, no. the, and the guy's name was Bob Chin. <laughs> Just saying. Just yeah. saying. So he no, def- points. no points on that. It's, Mike so, gets the over. All right, three and a half from Mike. Imagine he comes back and wins this thing. <laughs> and it was all over about that chin. Joe West chin question. All right. So, how many Cubs will be voted to the All Star Game in 2018? Over uh, under three and a half. Uh, Mike Leonard says over. Lyle said over. He said, "You Darvish, Carl's Jr., <laughs> Quintana, Wilson, Javi, and Schwarber." Those are your five. Wow. Yeah. I said under. I said it would be Rizzo, Bryant, and Hap. That was dumb too. Danny went under. With you, Darvish, Bryant, and Carl's Jr. <laughs> just, just the entire disabled. The three worst list. players on the team yeah. last year. Yeah, just the just just the entire injured list. <laughs> yes. And uh, the under wins. Okay. Yeah. It was three. It was Wilson, Javi, and John Lester. Yeah, that makes that actually makes sense. Yeah. So nobody the, nailed that at all. The only reason Lyle even got close though was because he just fucking picked half the team. Right. 
So who so who had the under on that one? Uh, it did. was me and you. All right. We both we both had the under. Right, so but wait, but wait, didn't I pick all three of them? Yeah, but no, you, you did not pick three of them. Pick, you picked two. Oh, I didn't pick Lester. No, you did not pick Lester. You picked you Darvish. I should have switched. You Darvish and Carlos three, Jr. I would have given myself an automatic ten points. <laughs> <laughs> by by just going with the entire infield and then hoping one of them, hoping three of them came up. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, what's the score now? It is seven. Uh, it, Michael's in the lead now with seven uh, to six. To I have six and a half. Okay. Yeah. Mike's okay. three and a half. Yeah. How many starting pitchers uh, would the Cubs have? They had nine in 2017. The over and under was at nine and a half. Danny says under. Mike says under. Lyle said over. I said under. Lyle wins with the over. Who can give me the 12 starters? Oh, my give God. Give half a point. Okay, let me actually name all 12 starters in one go. Okay. Without you got to do it right now. Jen Otsang, um, Alec Mills. I'm, I'm starting with the hard ones. You know what I mean? Um, I mean can, can, <laughs> or he's I, got the page up. No, I, now I just I just put the page up. But I wanted to. Cause I just looked up those guys today. So uh, Chatwood, obviously, uh, and then you've got uh, Lester, Darvish, uh, Montgomery, Hendricks, Quintana, Hamels. God, that's nine. Three more. Three more dudes that came from the minors. I had said Jen saying right? Yeah. Dwayne Underwood. That's ten. That's ten. God, three more? <laughs> two, two more. Three more? Two more. Three two more. Two more. Oh, two more is 12? Oh, yeah, 12. The 12, the 12 uh, sucky apostles. Uh, God, I, don't, I, I couldn't tell you. John Lackey, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Who are they? Who am I missing here? You're missing Luke Farrell and Jaime Garcia. Oh, that's right, Jaime. I forgot he started. He started one of those weird doubleheader games, I think. Yeah, so did Luke Farrell. Luke oh, Farrell yeah, got that's it. what you always got to think about. Like, that's always when that happens, too. Someone's injured and there's a doubleheader coming up. They're like, yeah, this guy's going to play today. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but that's tough, man. Uh, 12 starters. Woo, that was a rough year. So I got that. Tied seven, seven, six and a half, three and a half. Yeah. Okay. So how many of the starting five will make a relief appearance? John Lackey uh, had pitched on the last, I don't know why the fuck we put that on there, but that was for 2017. So how many of the starting five will make a relief appearance? Uh, I said zero. Danny said two, Chatwood and Lester, because you were thinking playoffs. Mike said zero. Playoffs. And Lyle said one. And this doesn't make any sense. Oh, no. No. Okay. So Lyle said one, Chatwood, Darvish with three saves in the playoffs. So I don't know how you fucking say that. So. I said one I said one in the regular season, but I said in the playoffs we might. Were we, was this counting playoffs? Because I think it was two. Because Chatwood came out at, at some point and took an inning of relief, or if not two. And so did, um, well, Montgomery. No, but that doesn't count. He's not what? one of the starting, the starting five. Oh, the starting. So it had five, to be yeah. the starting five on on day one. Well, Chatwood's uh, the only one, probably. Then, yeah. The the answer was one. It was so Chatwood uh, made four relief appearances. So Lyle gets an extra half point. Named it. 
one point five. So yeah. so you got eight and a half. Eight and a half. half. Yep. Wow. I got nothing. Yep. I'm in a uh, let's see. Yeah, because yours actually didn't say playoffs. I just thought that's what you were thinking because why the fuck would Lester come in late if it wasn't the playoffs? Fucking should have. Game one sixty three. They should have just pitched him every fucking game. Fucking Benny's Benny's Joe just like sitting on his ass. It has uh, Lester sitting on his ass at the end. Like a fucking All jerk. Right. So the longest winning streak by a pitcher in 2017, John Lackey led the team with five in a row. How many over under? And uh, Mike Leonard said Quintana would have eight straight. That's we're looking, we're looking, we're looking for number, right? And bonus, if you name them, is that what? We're well, saying? no, it's over under. Okay. So the actual answer, the actual winning thing would be uh, over under, right? Right. And who did it? If you get the number, if you get the who did it, that's the extra half. If yeah, you were to yeah. get the number as well, then sure, we'll give you an extra half on that one too. That's crazy, but nobody did, so don't worry okay. about it. Okay. Um, Jose Quintana. Mike Leonard said uh, eight straight wins. Lyle, you said Lester would have 12 starts, all 12, and then he never pitches again <laughs> <laughs> and and returns to baseball. with. By the uh, way, by I pitching. came close because I think he went on a big run this year, didn't he? Yeah, but you said, you said he would have uh, 12 straight. He would have to come back the next year pitching with his right hand. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. <laughs> But then you also said Quintana with seven. So you were high on Quintana. Danny said three. Oh, wait. I said the over-under was the answer. No, the, the longest winning streak. We just got to come up with the number here. I mean, how many? What, what you... 12. It, it's just you, written really do you, weird. Do you there's, smell... a, there's an over-under in the question, but we didn't do over-under. We just went with numbers. Nobody right. did an over-under. But, okay. it, but it was over-under five. It doesn't say. It just says over under with there are five exclamation points after the over. Well, that's why the lackey thing's in there. <laughs> Last year it was five. Five. Right. It's over lackeys. Yeah. Okay, but nobody said over under. Well, I guess we we're seeing with how number. many we have. Right. Okay. Yeah. Danny, uh, you said three. Three so pictures. Dan- Quintana would have six. Kyle would have seven. Chatwood would have eight. Oh, <laughs> and I said Quintana would have eight and Chatwood would have five. Yeah. So, uh, That's also no. funny. Only, only one pitcher went over five and it was John Lester. Lester. So I think, uh, I think we can give Lyle one point on this. He had eight wins, eight straight wins yeah. in nine. And that was over nine cub wins. Right. I remember when that happened because I said, oh, my God, he's won eight of nine. I said, I'm getting close to my 12 prediction. <laughs> yep. No, Hamels was second. He had uh, four, and he wasn't even on the team, so we couldn't have guessed him. Uh, he had four straight He had four straight decisions over uh, six wins. Quintana had – So good right then. Quintana had three straight over four wins. Chatwood uh, went – he had three wins total, three and one as a cup. <laughs> and had 37 walks in those. Yeah, yeah appar- <laughs> apparently, though, he's uh, figured something out mechanically. Yeah, we hear that every year. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, so Lyle gets one point there. All right. Nine and a half. 
Um, all right, next question. How many players over 20 home runs? Uh, the over-under was four and a half players. Oh. And then if you can name them, you get extra point. So I said over. I said Bryant, Rizzo, Hap, Schwarber, Contreras. Danny said over. Mm. Hayward hits 20 plus. <laughs> everyone else. Plus everyone else. Breaks record. I do not even understand what the fuck that means. I don't know. I didn't write it down. Uh, Mike Leonard said over. He said the entire infield would have over 20 home runs. Uh, Lyle said under. Wilson, Hap, Bryant, and Schwarber would have. I. If you're going to go. <laughs> I don't need. So just- under four and a half. You said four. Wilson, Hap, Bryant, Schwarber. Uh, under wins. So Lyle wins. It was, yes. it was uh three and Javi had 34 Schwarber had 26 and Rizzo had 25. You're really pulling away here. 10 and a half, 10 and yeah, a half. You really are. Okay. Uh, how many theme trips over under two and a half? This was a tough one. Uh, I could really only find, uh, articles about one theme trip from last year. Yeah, and because you can't really count Anthony Rizzo, Rizzo wearing his uniform on the plane as a right because he was the only one. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, can you guys remember any of the theme trips? No. Okay, there was only one, and it was the Pedro Strope. So, theme oh, dressed like Strope, yeah. That was the only one. Uh, I said over with three. Lyle said under. Madden would get fired by May. <laughs> <laughs> Danny went under. Uh, Mike Leonard went over. So Danny and Lyle Danny. get a point. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, just moved into second place. And obviously that might be something to kind of keep in the back of our minds that the season was the most disappointing season in a while. It also had the fewest amount of theme trips. Yeah. Joe was just too drunk. He stopped caring. He really did, yeah. He's just like, yeah, bring me another bottle of Shiraz. Yeah, Joe had the wine theme trip every time he got on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> he had the wine and headphones listening to folk music. Yep. Okay, uh, over-under on the number of times Rizzo gets hit by pitch. In 2017, he got hit 24 times. He was projected to get hit 19 times. Wow. The over-under is 21 and a half. Danny went over, said 31 times. <laughs> Mike Mike uh, Leonard said over 23 times. Lyle said under with the 15. Michael, me, went over at 30. Rizzo was hit by 20 pitches. Oh, it's so the Lyle under. wins with the under. Another uh, one. But notably, Chris Bryant got hit by 17 pitches, and uh, Wilson Contreras got hit by 13. So those are the double-digit hit-by-pitches on the mm. team. It's a lot of hit by pitches. Uh, all yeah, right. Crowd the plate. Who will have the higher batting average? Schwarber, 211 was his batting average 2017. Hayward, 259. Russell, 239. Okay. I said Schwarber would have a 270 average. Danny said Hayward with a 300 average. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, is this the year that he starts hitting? This year? This one. This is the one. This is the one. You know, and if not, yeah. you know, you still got that you got that glove out there. Yeah. What a what a player. So, and, and he's got good speech. Good. Uh, Mike Mike Leonard said uh Schwarber 
in that he would challenge for the batting title, that he would be a top five, <laughs> top five hitter in the league. Wow. Lyle went with Russell, 282. Oh, man. How could you he pick thought him? Schwarber would be at 210 and that Hayward would be out of the league. <laughs> <laughs> How could you pick Russell, dude? That's disgusting. The, I know. It's like you're, I know. So, you're, so, you're in the past, like, you know, you were supporting that whole time. You're supporting a total fucking white beater. To be fair, uh, he, was, he was betting on how much uh, Russell would be hitting things. Yeah, right. well, so, not baseballs. Know. Well, do we want to know the answer? Yeah. Danny wins with Hayward. Yeah, I do. Two, he batted 270 last year. 270. Russell batted 250, and Schwarber was 238. Yeah, but he had Schwarber that had a low average, but. I mean, before I even said it, I liked the Hayward pick. I thought he was going to have a good year. I don't know why. It, was, it wasn't a bad year. 270 is a good year. Yeah. yeah, that's a good year for him. I mean, yeah. He hit 270. He had a grand slam. He had like four home dude, runs. Dude, he was the little engine that could for a while, remember? Yeah. Yeah. O- OPS of 92 still does not. And all that money they're giving him at the same time, that hurts. That yep. it's it's not it's not there, obviously, but you know. Yeah, but I mean that is I mean his average, his career average is like two sixty eight. So yeah. I mean you just he, want a little he's more making the money. We were hoping for a little more pop out of what, that bad. What, what question are we on, Michael? Right, we're on twenty. Uh okay, I got a score update. Uh Mike Leonard, three and a half. Michael Cotton, seven. Danny Rocket. Eight and a half. Me, 12 and a half. Yep, that's God, what I got, too. Yeah. Pulling away. Okay, uh, Cubs record in Darvish starts. <laughs> what were they, like ver- five, six? Versus the Phillies record in Arietta starts. Uh. <laughs> uh. Okay. Okay, so. How many see. games did Darvish start? Oh, he, uh, like six. <laughs> All right. So, what was the Cubs' record in them in those games? Okay, so we had to pick whether it would be either Arietta or Darvish, right? So you're just picking who had a better record, right. Arietta or team Darvish. Record. What team had a better record during the start? And yeah. then for an extra point, will either of them top Lackey from 2017? Cubs were 19 and 11 in his starts. All right. Let's see. We know. Okay. We know that Darvish didn't. Lyle said Darvish. I said Darvish. Danny said Arietta. Mike Leonard said Darvish. All okay. Right. I get the point. So. Did um, yeah. I'd say yeah, Arietta. Arietta, Arietta had a better record. Yeah. Easy. So you get the point. Nobody gets the extra point. I said no one beats Lackey, but Arietta can't win because team sucks. <laughs> uh. Well, actually, I guess that would be a point. This is a two-point question, right? right. Darvish plus. So that's one point because uh, neither one of them beat Lackey. Uh, Darvish beats Lackey. Oh, no. What? That's Lyle. Shit. That's Lyle. Lyle said no one beats Lackey, and he gets one point. I said Darvish beats Lackey. Danny, you get an extra point because you said no one beats Lackey, and uh, Mike said Darvish would beat Lackey. Oh, man. How, how does Lyle get a point on that? Yeah, he got a point, point for the nobody. So Leonard just got one, too. Four and a half Leonard, right. ten and a half Rocket, 13 and a half for me, and Cotton's got seven. Man, we got to write these questions better next year because, man, it gets, it gets real confusing. Well, I'll, I'll just let everybody in on this. Sarah Sanchez is our new Ask Stat Master. Woohoo! So she has nice. agreed to come on 
and Astat and be the new master of Astatting. Yeah, we'll do that sometime this month. So right? being her being an actual writer, I mean, hey, we we have a fighting chance right. of, of, having, <laughs> of having better questions, of right. it being readable. <laughs> okay, over under Cy Young votes for starters. I love how Michael <laughs> blames the the question phrasing on the fact that he can't read. I know, right? <laughs> well, the fa- I, didn't you listen to the show and you wrote the questions down? No, no, there's no, an existing uh, document. Yeah, no, Mike Leonard wrote it down, but he wrote. To be fair, he wrote it as we went. Yeah, exactly. So, it, and he didn't just, go back and edit it. So, yeah. got, got it. Uh, over under Cy Young votes for starters. There's 30 total <laughs> votes. Cubs got zero in 2017. No, they did not. 2018. Three. Or no, 2017? Two? Yeah, they got zero. Three in 2016. We're talking first place votes. All right. Uh, Arietta got 17. So it's a number. And I'm just going to tell you, nobody won. Mike said uh, Quintana would win with 19 votes. Lyle said Quintana would win with 26 votes. I went with Hendricks, 15 votes. Danny went, the Cubs would get all 30 first place votes, and it would be split between Hendricks, Quintana, and Darvish. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that would have been great. We would have won the World Series then. Yes. Uh, the real answer is John, close, buddy. John Lester had one third place vote. That was it. Nobody else even got looked at. So, zero. Zero was the answer. Nobody got anything. All right. Kyle Schwarber steals on the season. He had one in 2017. He had four in his career and four in spring training. He was four for eight in his career. Versus how many pitchers would hit – how many pitcher home runs there would be. There was two in 2018. 2017 and 2016. So, who would have more? Right. Would Kyle Schwarber steal more bases than pitchers hit home runs? Uh, Danny says Schwarber steals. You thought he would get 10 and that pitchers would hit three homers. Uh, Mike Leonard said Schwarber would get one steal. Pitchers would have zero homers. Uh, Lyle said pitchers... Schwarber blows out his knee trying to steal. Kneecap blows off. Shrapnel's Rizzo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what scenario this was. Yeah. But, How is he yeah. stealing second and somehow he shrapnels Rizzo with his kneecap? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's stealing, stealing third. He's stealing home and Rizzo was, was at the plate. <laughs> at the plate just being like, slide, slide. Slide and blammo. Yeah. And I chose uh, Schwarber. Uh the Schwarber wins, so Lyle no point. Oh, Everybody you else all get point. a point. Wow! Yeah. Kyle Schwarber had four stolen bases, and uh, pitchers had two home runs. Hamels hit one, and Lester hit one. All right, all right. Oh, this is sad. What team finishes second in the NL Central? Oh yeah, yeah. All right. So, so th- you you would have thought maybe Lyle would have had a chance, but no. We all uh, we, they all said I, what, yeah, I said it would say? be the Brewers. Uh-huh. Danny Almost. said it would be the Reds. Uh, Leonard said Cardinals. Lyle said Cardinals. See, but Lyle said the Cubs would come in third. But here's the here's the thing though. So Lyle's almost right about that, and almost I, right. and I predicted the resurgent Reds. You did, yeah. 
with that. They didn't make it to second place, though. No, no, but they were better. Yeah, but uh, no, I said, it was gonna, I said it was going to be Cubs, Brewers, Reds, Pirates, Cardinals. Danny said Cubs, Reds, Cardinals, Brewers, Pirates. Uh, Le- Mike Leonard said Cubs, Cardinals, Brewers, Reds, Pirates. Lyle said Brewers, oh. Cardinals, Cubs, Reds, Pirates. But the question wasn't who Who's would win. Sec- yeah. <laughs> Man, so nobody? Pick, nobody. You, nobody won that. the Brewers, though. Yeah, good. you did pick the Brewers, but you also picked the Cubs as third, too. So They were almost in third. Well, they were almost in first, if you want to put it that way. No uh, will the Astros <laughs> finish with a better record this year than the Cubs did last year? The Cubs had a 92-70 and 70 record. Lyle said yes with 99. Uh, I said no. The Rangers would have 85. That was wrong. Uh, Danny said yes with 94. Mike Leonard said yes with 97. Uh, yes is win. So Lyle, Danny, and Mike. Okay. Nobody got the actual number, which was like 104. Yeah, they went over 100. I'm coming back here, Lyle. Okay. I just got a point, too. I, I know, I know, but I'm just saying I'm keeping pace 14 here. 14 and a half to 12 and a half. I got you. I'm keeping an eye on you. Okay. So uh, how many total players in a game? So I'm going to give a half a point for whoever's closest in this. Okay. Cause it's just a, it's a dead on number. The number for 2017 was 47. Danny, you chose 42 for 2018. I chose 44. Lyle chose 43. Oh wait, goddamn, Mike and Michael. I actually chose 53. Lyle chose 43. Mike chose 44. Danny chose 42. You're probably was, closest. It was 50. Yep. So uh, I, I was closest. So I get a half point there. Oh, wait. You just dis- <laughs> Oh, <he laughs> like whoever's closest gets a half point. That's so fucked up. <laughs> hey, but I did it before I uh, before I said the question. So that so works. It was, just, it was just for a half a point. Yeah, it was just for a half a point. Wait, there's no, that's the only thing you can get on this question? A half a point? No, you could have gotten a full point if you had guessed the number. Oh, and okay. Nobody gets fifty. Well, the, I was closest. To oh, so yeah, so it's, oh. you have a point. All right, that's fine. I, let, thought, I thought it was an over. Let him have it. He's only got eight and a half. Right. I know. I thought it should have been an over under as well, but yeah, for some reason we just decided we were going to pick the number. Uh, uh, okay, how many postseason losses will the Cubs have? One. <laughs> yep, they had one. Unfortunately, I went with five. Danny went with zero. Oh, I was Mike close. Leonard went with two, and Lyle went with four. Well, that's gonna be nobody a half wins. Point. Don't I get a half point? I was closest. You yeah, get a half you, point. You thought, yeah, no, because you said they were gonna win every game. That's not what I. Was- <laughs> <laughs> but you are closest. You are the closest. Well, no, you and Mike, because Mike said two, so that's a half point for both of you. All right, we we'll give it to they them. They get a quarter point each. They're <laughs> they're both point seven five right now. Um, all right, take- the Cubs record versus the NL Central in twenty seventeen. It was forty six and thirty. Lyle says forty three and thirty three. Uh, I went with fifty and twenty six. Danny went with fifty six and twenty. Ooh. Mike Leonard said 53 and 23. The answer was 41 and 36, which means that Lyle was the closest for yeah. half point. Uh, Cardinals were the only team to beat the Cubs in the season series, uh, and they won 10 to 9. 
So is that a half a point or a full point? It's a half a point because it's nobody picked the nobody actual picked number, it, yeah. but Lyle was closest. All right. He was he was two games off. Uh, there you go, Lyle. You're just up to right. there. 15. Yep. All right. Uh, which bullpen pitcher will pitch the most innings in relief? In 2017, it was Carl's Jr. was 66.1. Dunstein was 62.1. And uh, Montgomery was 61.1. Mike Leonard said Steve Ciszek. Lyle said it would be Dunstein with 72. I said it would be Justin Wilson and nobody would break 60. And Danny went with Carl's Jr. Uh, The answer was Steve Ciszek. Yeah. Mike Leonard. With 70.1 innings. Yeah, he was a workhorse. That man's made of rubber. Yeah, that was crazy. He he fucking pitched all the time. They needed him to because uh, nobody else was fucking back there. Let me tell you that. Uh, it was fabulous. We love Sheev Shishak. Okay, and the final question. What's the uh, what's our total here going into the final question? Uh, well, final it, question. Miles, I got this thing one. 15 for me. 12.75 for Danny. <laughs> 7.75 for Mike Leonard and eight and a half. For See, Scott. can't this be like Family Feud where the third round is just like worth triple? God, I was fucking, I was killing it early. And then Mike, I dro- Mike, I Mike Leonard gets this one, Michael. You're going to finish in, for, <laughs> you're going to finish in last and he's going to beat you by a quarter of a point. Yeah, it's, it's not going to matter because uh, the question is, how does the season end? Okay. Danny said the Cubs would sweep the Red Sox. Mike Leonard said that the Cubs would sweep the Red Sox. Zero runs for the Red Sox. (laughs) Just shut out. Lyle said the Red Sox would win in seven over the Cubs after the rain delay. Oh, that's his point then. Oh, actually, well, yeah. He said, how's how's the season going to end? I mean, that's pretty goddamn close. But but he said it would over the Cubs, so we'll give him a half half point. Oh, I'll take half point. Nope, half. Was it was it seven games? No, no. Then it's only a half point. I'd give you a whole I, point for Cubs or Red Sox in seven. And I said uh, Cubs in six over the Yankees, who are going to sweep the Red Sox. Yeah, the, suck my dick. The actual answer was uh, Cubs lose the wild card game to the Rockies. Yeah. Wah, wah. Yeah. The actual answer was the Red Sox won the World Series. Well, one yeah. thing about last year that it really would, I think we do, when we do this this year with Sarah, I think we'll all have more realistic ex- expectations. Because, <laughs> you know, we're flying high last couple of years, you know, in the NLCS and whatnot, thinking it's just going to always be this way, and it wasn't. So, Well, now they're, now they're ranked fifth by Pakoda and Fangraphs. Fangraphs, every, every other minute has them in a different position. So, yeah. Which, I mean, well, I, that's what I'm saying. It, the computer yeah. doesn't even know. He- Danny, would you rather the Cubs finish in third place with no chance of making the playoffs or just being last? I mean, a last place season has its fun. You know, I mean, they're not going to, you know, get rid of beer prices right away. Only a Cubs fan would say that, by the The way. The secondary market. Well, I'm just uh, saying it's like becomes easy. Yeah, I mean, if if I'm just going in there for five bucks and I'm just like, well, whatever, you know, like I had a really good time those years and I met a lot of great people because like the best people are around in those times. Now there's a lot more people around, but, you know, it's just like 
you know, nothing like, you know, going through some fucking shithole season to like, you know, teach you what it's all about. Beer. It's about drinking beer. <laughs> right. Right. I think, Danny, I think you'll find that it's a little different this year because if they're bad, there's still going to be a lot of people there, but they're just going to be assholes about it. Well, and there's, there's always not the- going to be this like expected bad season. Yeah. And there's always that tipping point. Like even after 2007, 2008 season, people were still showing up for the flailing 2009, 2010 season. You know, even after they, you know, decided to tank. It took a moment for people to be like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> They're terrible. And they were. But um, if, if the Cubs are as terrible as predicted, do they blow this thing up? The, I, I mean, and I would have, hope they had the foresight to be like, okay, we are five games under 500 at the trade deadline. We're not making the playoffs or whatever it is. Like they, We don't have the horses or whatever reason. I, I, I think they have too much pride to do this, by the way. But that's when you sell. Right then, just like right as it turns, where you still seem to seemingly have some value in some of these players. You know what I mean? Well, right. That's when you look at uh, you're never going to re-sign KB. Kyle Schwarber's you know, still young and can be of help in AL probably. You know, you've got a lot of pieces that are still – really cheap and valuable and valuable and you could javi Baez, you know fucking hap Bodie, all these guys that have some value but they're uh but you need them on trade, a team they could trade for a lot of you know they they could basically get an entire farm system out of those players yeah for if that's the way they went and for, then we would all be fucking crying yeah for, well for somebody looking I, I, to contend, I would yeah. like to propose this question to you guys for the next show. This off season did not go well. How do you what do you, what do you think they should have done? How could they have like salvaged this team if you don't think they have? Especially considering the predictions are are, are not good. Well, I mean, the thing so, that frustrates me, and I know it's been brought up a lot, and but I think we might have been even some of the first people to be like, oh, I don't really like this move. The twenty million Hamels. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then and and then you don't have money for anybody else. I'm like, wait, you made that choice? Yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly. I thought they did it because they were going to go on a spending bonanza and they're like, ah, fuck, give Hamels the money. He was good last year. And now we're going to add Harper. Right. Yeah. Well, it is especially if they could have they could have probably gone with Hamels and been like, we want to sign you uh, like three years for 12 million a year. And he probably would have taken that. You know what I mean? And then you would have had, you know, Hamels for longer. He could work out of the bullpen once he's no longer a starter, that type of thing. But you could have made that work a lot, work out better for him and for the Cubs, right? Yeah. And yeah. still well, the other money. Well, the other part of it is, and, and I want to get into this, you know, with the 40-man competition that we'll, we'll do quickly because there's really nobody exciting on it. Uh, so stay tuned. But... Um, <laughs> 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 but teaser, <laughs> Danny. Yeah, I know. Like, All right, guess it's time to shut this up. Yeah, this, these guys are boring. Uh, <laughs> these pitchers are boring, and we're gonna say boring things about them. But no, seriously, it's like you know, you, you are you're, you're able to pick up, you know, just a few little like minor league maybe arms and stuff. But then when I thought about it, and I went through the roster, and I'm like, the Cubs already have like 13 bullpen pitchers. I mean, not 13 bullpen pitchers, but 13 pitchers that right. were with the team last year and are already going to break camp with them uh, except for Mar- uh, for Amaro because he's hurt. 
and uh, that and that's the only one that probably won't break camp. So for, of all these guys they picked up um, that are gonna that we'll talk about a couple of them in a second. Uh, there's really only room for one of them right now. And and despite the uh, the eye test, uh, the bullpen was actually really good for most of the year. Yeah, and I thought Joe did a great job managing him. I mean, it could have been way worse. You know what I mean? That I mean, Joe deserved Manager of the Year last year because he was fucking. Like, oh, oh, he was piloting whoa, the ship. Me. He was piloting the ship while it was on flames and going underwater. Yeah. Settled down. It was amazing. It, it's not, and the year he didn't even wait. He, has he won it for the Cubs yet? Twenty fifteen, maybe he did. Yeah, I think twenty fifteen. Yeah, because twenty sixteen, they did not do it when he won the World Series because apparently that was a cakewalk. Well, apparently Joe Madden. I'm surprised he still has his fucking thumbs because uh, he was trying to lose the game for the mob for whatever reason that entire game seven. You know, he was yeah. trying to win the whole, uh, lose the whole World Series, but he definitely was trying to lose Game Seven, and it was like, and he, he, everything he did, just it, it, they kept coming back, and now fucking there's a dude named Vinny in Naples that's about to, you know, you know, come by, come behind him with some piano wire, if you know what I mean? Yeah, no, and and Lyle, I I hear what you're saying. It like it, it looked bad on the outside, but look, you can't deny that. The Cubs were a mess last year, and the fact that they won 95 games, uh, Madden was coaching out of his ass. And we all killed him for a lot of the decisions, but ultimately, over 162 games, he made way more better decisions than he made bad decisions. All right. Well, next show, I want to talk to you guys about what you would have done different. Let's do the fucking 40, man. Okay. Last week... We had Ben Zobrist, David Bodie, and Daniel Descalso. And in a landslide on Twitter, Benzo wins 57% to Bodie's 33% to 10% for Daniel Descalso, which is only proves that there are only 12.8 intelligent people who voted on Twitter because that would be Daniel Descalso's percentage. Who won? Zobrist. That's garbage. Yeah. Well, that was uh, Michael's guy, right? Bullshit. Michael, are you on the show? No. Michael left us. He was sick of me insulting him. <laughs> <laughs> well, David Bodie won on uh, on Facebook. And I just put okay. this up today. I forgot. It was uh, He beat Daniel Descalso 8-2. to two. Um, no, eight to three. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, oh, five. Eight to five, uh, David Bodie. No, I guess that's 11. It says, man, I hate the way they put this. Just give me the fucking number, Facebook. Don't be cute by three little people's faces plus eight and make me do the math. You don't know what I'm looking at, do you? Um, Ben Zobrist, though, only two votes. On on there, is is anybody on the show with me? <laughs> I'm here, buddy. <laughs> You're not there. You were doing <laughs> something. Um, but yeah, I I wonder where Michael is. But any- I'm back. Oh, there you are. <laughs> that, so hey, you played the music. That was my uh, my cue that I had like a minute to go try and piss upstairs and get back. Ah. But apparently, I didn't make it. Well, yeah, we started talking to you right away. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, uh, so yeah, Ben Zobrist really won the thing, but David, but he didn't get any votes on the ranters, like only two. And David Bodie won on ranters, so we might have to split this one. Look, because the ranchers actually know what's going on here. Yeah. Who might have to split it? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, like, you know, Zobrist, uh, he wins on Twitter, but Twitter is full of idiots. Like, the ranchers are a knowledgeable fucking fan base. And? So, so don't you kind of lean in towards the Facebook there? <laughs> so I win? It's like Bodie would win to me. See, you could, you could also benefit, Lyle. From, uh, you know, the rules that I make for myself when I'm looking to win. Okay, I'll take the win. Yeah, but I won because they, they chose Bodie. No, they chose Benzo on Twitter and Bodie on Facebook. Yeah, and you just said we're leaning towards Facebook. Yeah. So, uh, oh, wait, I had Benzo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had Bodie. Right. Remember, vote, right. vote. I just said he was so, man, I did Benzo jokes about how old he was. <laughs> I win. Oh, fuck this. I win. <laughs> so I, I tried to play a, uh, I tried to play his grand slam and it did not fucking work because for some reason that doesn't work anymore. Right. No, that's a good thing. So now I can watch porn while I'm doing the show. So we, I also realized that we did Morrow twice. Did he win either time? No, <laughs> he lost twice. We gave him a second chance, but, um, so I thought that with the news that uh, Kendall Graveman is on the 60-day home for the ad- indigently... Oh, I fucked it up. The, home for the indigent ind- crippled? The in- ind- indigently crippled. Yeah, so the, the bull penis is less packed uh, right now. So I, th- I think there's only one room, a uh, place for one person. And uh, there's a new guy. Uh, wait, I should play the music. Xavier Cedeno, who comes to the Cubs on a one-year $900,000 contract this week. We have Brad Brock, the PB, and the man whose initials make me feel like I've got a little prick on my arm that might turn into a pink bubble. It's TB, Tony Barnett. I was like, where the fuck's he going with this joke? (laughs) TB. You know the TV test, they give you a little prick. And they match I, it I, I the, get it. Match it to the card. And, and I know that you understand all about little pricks. <laughs> and so, so does my night nurse now. So um, <laughs> so who wants to go first? Your, your night nurse? The one who breastfeeds you? <laughs> no, that's my uh, wet nurse. Oh, that's your wet nurse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so who wants to go first? I wrote all these down. These are from old shows, these little descriptions. And, and I figured this is this is the most boring one. No. So we don't okay. really even have to do it. Well, I'll take. I, uh, I, 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 go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Rock paper scissors. Who, okay. who has to go first? Brad. Brad Brock. Uh, been in the league since 2011 with the Padres and the Orioles, and then a half season last year with the Braves. A hundred and thirty. A one point three one ERA plus. No, 131 ERA yeah. plus career. Obviously, I did not write this down because yeah. that was not how I would have written that. Yeah, this is how you uh, were reading the questions in the in the show. I told you, you can't read. Yeah. Unless, <laughs> unless you wrote in, it yourself. <laughs> in 23.2 innings pitch with the Braves at the end of last year, uh, he had an ERA plus of 269. Yeah, nice. Nice. That's nice, nice, because it's 269. Uh 
He strikes he, out two he, times. He strikes out more than double the men that he walks. <laughs> and he averages about a strikeout an inning. Uh, they got him for one year for $4.3 million and a mutual option for 2020. He throws a 94-mile-per-hour four-seamer, a change-up at 86, a slider at 85. And he sometimes, but very rarely, throws a sinker at 93. He turns 33 at the end of August. Jesus year. Yep. And a lot of people, uh, you know, they were a little upset that you couldn't do a Spoonerism for his name. But I'm here to tell you, you can go with Broad, broad Brack if you want a Spoonerism. <laughs> broad Brack. Broad Brack. There you go. That's it. Vote Broad Brack. How about we just call him Bra Bra? Bra Bra. What's up, Bra Bra? Bra Bra. How's it going, Bra Bra? Bra That's. <laughs> That's a pretty good pitch there, bra bra. <laughs> you, th- you threw it right by him. Wow, bra bra. Bra bra and bra 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 I don't know. Brad 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 Brad. All right. Well, you want to you want to go or you want me to go about the new guy? You know the fucking new guy, Bonnet. They call him Bonetti. If you want to pronounce it correct. He's made a total of 125 big league motherfucking appearances all in Tejas in front of the watch lie of Nolan Ryan. And under that point. tutelage. Yeah. So so we got rid of uh, what's his name from the Rangers that we picked up from the Rangers last year that we all Chavez, loved. Yeah. I, Chavez. And now we got Barnetti. Come on. I'd have rather had Chavez. Yeah. Same. Well, I don't know. He was really good. 3.5 ERA and a 1.25 whip. Uh, He was great last year, but he got hurt. So he's going to fit right in. I'm I'm guessing it's going to be Tommy Tommy John before we know it. He had a 2.39 and a 0.91 whip. And I don't know. He had 22 appearances. He was pretty good, but that was it. Um, I don't know. He was good. He played for the Swallows. That's cool. Right? We like the Swallows. From 2010 to 2015, he had 97 saves. Na na 97. Wow. Uh, he could still pump the fastball 93 miles an hour. He's not going to close for the Cubs. There's no fucking way. I don't even but, know if he makes the Cubs. Right. He might not even make the team. I'm guessing he does. I get. I'm guessing he's the other guy. Well, I think he is going to be the guy nobody knows that everybody loves by July. Yeah. No, because I think that's going to be uh, Danny's guy. But isn't the, it? A, isn't the, it unfortunate? the last man on that bullpen? Because all these guys sound pretty good. Like Brett, Brad Brock and Barnett sound pretty good. And wouldn't you rather them on the team than Dunsing? It's like you know, I understand Dunsing's making his money right now, but he was terrible last year. And why would you want to fucking deal with that shit? Right. You know, it's like these guys are making way less, but you know, you still got to pay Dunsing. I mean, can you package him in with somebody? You know, I don't know. I think you know what. I wasn't super excited about all these signings, but looking at the big picture and the entire collection of players, I think they have the guys that they're going to need in the middle. And I think that's, you know, you, you, you make your marks in this league a lot with the middle relief early and middle in the season. You know, you, these guys are kind of workhorses because nobody's going deep in April. No, they're not quite stretched there yet. You, you can't you can't win the World Series in April, but you sure can lose it. Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing is like how many. Here's the thing that's disappointing. Got Brandon Kinsler. He's got a, a roster spot, presumably. Yeah. You know, I, you know, and then, you know, Randy Rosario, he got hit hard last year. His peripherals suck. 
But you know, I want to see him get more chances and get better. You know, uh, some because he throws he throws hard. I like I like the action on his arm. But you got Brandon Kinsler, you got yeah, Brian Dunsing. Yeah, but would would you? Yeah, exactly. You could throw you could throw him down there and and you know get it get it together and and you know which one of these guys Xavier Cedeno, who I'm about to talk to is a lefty, so you don't necessarily need a Rosario. cedeno uh, has got a lot more uh, experience, but still, like they're kind of. There's a couple guys that you're like, why are they going to be on the team? You know what I mean? That kind of blows. And I'm hoping that they can make some sort of trade and maybe make room for some of these more fresh arms that fresh blood, you know, or do you take your chances with Dunsing and you, then you got to like, you know, DFA a guy like Xavier Cedeno, uh, you know, like that kind of sucks. You get these new live arms and, you know, and I know their insurance policies in many respects, but. At the same time, it's like, why are they taking a roster spot from somebody who has proven they suck? At least last year they proved it to me. Right. All right, Xavier Cedeno, he's the new guy. Um, he was good last year, really good. So you know, regression is unfortunately a powerful thing, and it might not work in our <laughs> favor in this case. Um, Xavier Cedeno, uh, 32 years old, throws with his left hand. He was with the White Sox and the Brewers last year. Um, two forty three and run average, and versus a career three sixty nine. Nice and uh, eight point nine strikeouts per nine innings in his career with Houston, DC, and the Rays as well. And he's also he's the illegitimate love child of ex Cub Ronnie Cedeno and Xavier Nady. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean. You know, I don't know what the deal is with this guy. He had a great year last year. I don't know. I don't know what they they get out of him this year. You know what I mean? Like, right. The, well, he's, they've he's given been, him what nine hundred thousand, and it's a it's a minor league deal, right? I believe so. Yeah, I don't think there's any guarantee he's going to make the team. But at the same time, it's just like I would kind of rather him make the team than Brian Dunsing. You know what I mean? Like, he seems better. He seems like he might be a better pitcher than Brian Dunsing. So, I don't know. So, uh, do you remember remember this guy from last year? No, I don't. No, I uh, from the Brewers. Uh, We, I only remember him because I remember uh, thinking of Ronnie Cedeno every time I saw him. Yeah, (laughs) that's it. So I don't really remember much of what he did. Yeah, I mean, but his team. Uh, actually won the division last year. So yeah, well, he got that going. He doesn't throw that hard. He throws a cutter at, like at eighty-seven and a curve at seventy-eight, and a change at eighty-six. So it might be one of those things that it you know you get him out there and it's like a totally different look, you know, because he's just you know not he's pumping in junk, right? So that works a junk somehow. ball lefty. They they tend to stick around in this league, don't they? Yeah. They do. So I was hey. I was expecting Cub Stradamus uh, to to show up, but I actually just got hit in the head with a shit stained letter. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? It's like it's in my eyebrow. And Gross. the the crazy thing is that's that's a better uh, outcome than if he would have actually showed up. I mean, I did kind of hear something go by quickly. And then just then all of a sudden, like, I'm like, is, what is that on my head? And there's like a fucking letter that was like right wedged in between my earphones and my head. And it's got poo all over it. That's disgusting. 
So let me see what this says. Oh, God. It stinks. All right. Yeah, it's from him, all right. He says, based... <laughs> who, who else might it be from? Yeah, exactly. Are there a number of people that might leave you a shit-stained letter, Dan? Yes. yes, there are. Yeah, there's a, <laughs> I got a, got a couple people. But, uh, no, he, he it's a poem, obviously. And he, he wrote, uh, Baseball season's finally upon us, and take it from old Cub, Cubstradamus, if the Cubs aren't in first place by the 15th of May... You wish that the Japanese would bomb us. What the fuck? What the fuck? Why the Japanese? Uh, Is better he, baseball league? Yeah. That, I don't know. I mean, that might be. I mean, maybe maybe it's like something weird. He's talking about Tony Barnett. Should we should we adopt a, uh, a Japanese baseball team? For the year, well, it's got to be the swallows. I, I, although I, I, <laughs> I could see it being the ham fighters because I love the idea oh, of fighting the Nippon a ham. ham fighters. Yeah, I could see it being Nippon. You know, um, yeah. I mean, I would love. I'll watch any baseball. In fact, at this point, I'm always looking we're, for something different. We've yeah. all we've already decided we're not buying like Cubs hats and shirts and shit here for a while. So let's get some ham fighter hats. Yeah, why not give the ham fighters some yen? So that was a really disappointing. I don't know why. Let me just see if he texted me. Oh shit, he did. He, he he's been texting me for like the whole show. I had my phone off. Oh. Um. He says that he was just in Morocco. Okay. And that he has like some some magic. He got some new magic carpet dust, and he can't. Oh. He can't stop. He can't stop his magic carpet. So he's just flying around. Oh he's, no! And that's probably why the letters covered in shit. Well, that maybe not why, but it's because uh, you know he can't get off the carpet to even go take a dump. He's terrified. So he managed to make it, I guess, past my window and throw it. How do you get it through that glass though? I was strange. Magic dust, dude. Yeah. So anyway, wow. That's uh. Uh, good luck, Cupshire Domus. I don't know how you're going to hear the show, but uh, his, uh, he's got a little bit too much dust on his carpet. So, oh, well, uh, anybody have a TFC? Then we can uh, finish this episode. It's not technically a TFC, but it made me fucking giggle, and I don't know why. Maybe I was really stoned, so maybe it won't be funny now. So the Cubs posted a video of Javi Baez taking hacks in the, uh, in the batting cage. And it says, oh, hi, Javi Baez with hard eyes. And then some guy, Marcus O'Neill, wrote jammed because the ball was on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then Troy, Troy picking, picking us said double right center field into the Ivy. And then the, the Chicago Cubs replied outfielder bobbles it and Javi scores. Marcus O'Neill opposing manager challenges the play at home. Awaiting call from New York. MLB tweets, after reviewing the play, call confirmed, runner is safe at home. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And then, uh, and then it got weird. <laughs> uh, it usually does, doesn't it? Yeah. It it uh it just it was funny. It was good off season banter because the Cubs, you know, all of a sudden it just got out of hand. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh some some breaking news right before the show I saw on Twitter. Uh Apparently, Javi Baez has been married for three weeks. Yeah, we already knew oh, that. Yeah, we knew that. We just never talked about it on the show. He went but down why, to Puerto But Rico. why are they posting that? Like, Cubs posted it. Like, it's all over Twitter today. 
Because no, everybody speculated that he got married, but nobody. Right, but it's like that's so that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People are just excited. Breaking There's... news: something happened a month ago. Yeah, you got a TI- Do you have one, Michael? Uh, I I have a, a a number of them. My mine is not funny. Mine is just annoying as fuck. So these fucking cubes. Uh, all the dumbass people out there who are just drinking the Kool-Aid and being like, oh, there's not going to be any political content on Sinclair, on Marquee. There's not going to be any. Look, stupid asses. I get it. They're lying. There might not be fucking political content on Marquee, but Sinclair is going to make a shit ton of money, and they're going to funnel that money into all their other shit fucking networks where they are, like, espousing this fucking right-wing wingnut bullshit and it's going to go into uh you know these political action committees and fucking sending racist emails to fucking joe ricketts because he's an old dumb fuck and he'll believe all that shit like just because it won't be on the marquee network doesn't mean it's not supporting the right-wing fucking fascists you dipshits figure it out (laughs) fucking assholes (laughs) Uh, that was a good one, Michael. I hope you feel better. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my, mine's mine's way light. Mine's so light. Uh, did you oh, have a speci- did you have a specific thing that somebody said, or was that just a general? Oh, I know. I I I see it all over the place. Like I'll see it, and you know, uh, somebody will say something about Sinclair, and then somebody will re- respond with like, "There's not going to be anything on Marquee." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just all these people who are just so fucking blind to how the world works like oh just because there's no political shit on the marquee network it's not going to help that you know what i mean like it's just ridiculous there me. was political shit at cubs convention you yeah. know when, when they're up there being like get rid of tony's pissing us off he was not letting us have our kingdom oh when tom ricketts gets a fucking like a radio interview and what's he do he gets on there and immediately starts talking about how uh the aldermen have been making it hard for him to do anything. That's fucking political shit right yeah, there. Meanwhile, Boom. they already have the entire neighborhood. So not enough, yeah. not enough for Tommy. Yeah. Apparently it didn't, it didn't work because yes, they bought every fucking thing and got everything they wanted. Well, here's a, here's a question though. Would you rather like the owners or would you rather hate them? Because it's maybe more fun to be on the side of like hating owners and thinking that they're horrible and stingy and they won't get you your right players and just make them the evil fucking Monopoly guy. That's the normal relationship between fans and ownership. But I actually really enjoyed, uh, you know, the first few years of this. You know what I mean? Yeah, I had I had Tom Rick. I have Tom Ricketts signature on my World Series uh, game ticket from uh, Game Seven. Now it's ruined. Yeah. He's fucking. Yeah, I, I, I like. Oh, Repu- is that another shit stained letter? Yeah, now it is. I mean, I could sell it to a Republican. They have more money anyway. Yeah, but, but yeah, I, no. I actually, to answer your question, uh, actually, I don't remember who asked <laughs> that question. Fucking, I want to like the ownership. I want to like the entire team if I can. Yeah, it 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 could be helpful, but I'm just saying for like because this is a big soap opera. You know, baseball is just you know our stories. You know, so it's even you know it's except it unfolds in real life, like uh, any celebrity news. 
Uh, people are into that. You know, baseball is like it's more TMZ than it is SI. You know what I mean? I, Sometimes. I guess the part that's hard is it like the Cubs are actually pretty good and I hate the ownership. So it's conflicting. Like it was fun when, uh, when like the trip just sucked ass and the Cubs sucked ass and then you could just hate everybody. I don't want I don't want to have the cognitive dissonance. Yeah. Well, don't, as I said, you know, don't let your hatred of the team getting, get in the way of your joy of being a Cubs fan. Right. It's hard. Yeah. We, we got to figure out like that the fandom can be separate of the team, which is weird to think about. Yeah. Well, you can always just rip on them. I mean, I enjoy ripping on the team even when they're good. So like, I mean, I hate, <laughs> I hate our best player. Like this is it, right it, in my wheelhouse. You know what I mean? It's kind it's kind of the whole, uh, our whole show is like that. Yeah. Just like, I hate these fuckers. I hope they win. Um, yeah. So I, I have one. It is, it is a total softball. Um, but I, I just, I don't know shit like this. That's so weird. Makes me laugh. And, um, see now I lost it. There it is. So it was just Pedro Strope on his Instagram. I'm trying to use Instagram more like a, like a young person would. And, um, there, there was a video that Pedro Strope posted of him in the outfield, like kind of like pimp walking, you know, with some other pitcher pitchers, like just walking in and, um, you know, a lot of people were like, fuerte, you know, muscle emoji, blah, blah, blah. But then this guy, uh, Stelio, says, every stroke post, I check to see if his hat is tilted, if he is wearing a hat. <laughs> what a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking idiot. Uh... Yeah. I checked this. If he's wearing a hat, of course, you know. I, I, well, I'm actually really happy that he clarified if he's wearing a hat. Yeah, because I was going to hit him with some pedantic. He doesn't always wear a hat. Yeah. I, no, he he doesn't. And um, but uh, I just it's I just ridiculous. I just love that shit. Uh, so, yeah, I guess that's the show, huh? So everybody uh, come back alive. I, I didn't do a very good job this last time, so I'll do a little better. <laughs> Hopefully, Happy dying, Danny. Happy dying. I, I yep. don't know. I'm trying to decide whether I should cancel my trip. I'm supposed to leave next Wednesday for spring training and actually be at a baseball game next Thursday. But uh, I don't know if I can do it. I might have to look, lose the money and just cancel it. So Ugh. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Like I'm not going to have any fun if I go down there feeling like I do currently. It's 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 not too um, it's not too late to cancel everything. You might be able to save some of it. Yeah, I, th- I think I get to save like a hundred bucks, and I, and I don't have to pay for the hotel at all. I could I could cancel that up to twenty four hours. So I'm just waiting and hoping and hoping you'll feel better. Yep. So uh, and if any you guys are going to be down there, I should be there from you know Wednesday night through Monday. I definitely, I'm going to try to get up to the musical instrument museum too, and. Um, if you're going to Phoenix, uh, make sure you check that out. Because actually, I enjoy it better than a baseball game, like by a lot. So, <laughs> because a baseball game is just a baseball game. If you could travel the world musically through its uh, sounds and uh, peoples and the kind of uh, different tones we all make and how beautiful they all are, it just gives you a different, uh, definitely a different picture of uh, what this world could be. And I think music has a a, a, a huge effect on it, it, people that don't, don't like it. I don't trust them. 
you know, the way that you just described like how, you know, the entire world through their instruments and music. Oh man, I'm just really glad there's a wall between me and that. Yeah. Oh God. It would be horrible to hear that crazy flute that that guy made out of that Ram's horn. So anyway, that's what you get to do. And, uh, anyhow, I hope to see some of you guys real soon down at spring and, um, health permitting and, uh, thanks for listening. And, uh, I guess uh, it's big fat, uh, spagog there. Big guy. Big og! Shut your lips! Papa Joe Ricketts! Papa got caught! Acting like my shot! Passing racist jokes around. Fuck Joe Ricketts. He's saying things that aren't allowed. Fuck Joe Ricketts. He better shut his stupid mouth. Fuck Joe Ricketts. Joe Ricketts. Spreading hate. What the fuck? Disgrace. You're wealthy. What you said was fucking racist. Shut up your face. Joe Ricketts. Wearing hoods. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring... The best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. 
Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery.